Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. If you do love a relationship story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out the channel, and I can never express how much of a difference you really do make by doing those things. And let's crack on straight with today's first story. And today's first story comes from Lol F No, who says the wedding hasn't even happened yet and everything's already a train wreck. And this story does follow with updates as well. Okay, so this girl I know from high school is getting married. We are both 22 for reference. In our senior year of high school, she got pregnant with baby daddy A, who we referred to as Adam. Her super conservative parents kicked her out and she ended up moving in with a friend's family. She barely graduated high school. The only reason she did was because of the generosity and support of our teachers and students who volunteered to help her, which is how we met. We were in the same law class in the morning and she had the worst morning sickness that really affected her ability to be in class. So I took extra notes for her tutored her and brought her her stuff if she hadn't come back by the bell. I wasn't the only one who did stuff like this for her and I know she really appreciates all the assistance we gave her. She had the baby a month after we graduated. She signed up for a 911 dispatcher course for after high school because where we live it's a good steady job with opportunity for certificates and promotions. But she didn't realize how intensive the course would be and had to drop out. She started working at a grocery store bakery just until she had a better plan. Adam started an apprenticeship while working part-time at a hockey rink and proposed to her literally the day of her 18th birthday and brought up marriage because it's the right thing to do. I don't really agree with that, but it isn't about me and she was always refusing. She started cheating on him after a while. We're all 19 now and eventually leaves him for another guy because she's pregnant again and it is far more likely that this guy, baby daddy B, who be referred to as Brad, is the father of the child. Neither of them can afford lawyers, so getting any kind of custody agreement is a mess and their parents got involved and they did a 50-50 split, still not made official. She has the baby that does turn out to be Brad's and everything is okay for about nine months when she finds out Brad has been cheating on her with his TA. Brad decides to pay child support but doesn't really want contact with the kid, only around holidays and one weekend a month for his parents' sake. She moves back in with her parents, we're all 20 now, who only accept her back because there's grandchildren around. On the plus side, when she's 21, she gets to take that year-long dispatcher course and passes with flying colors. After working as a dispatcher for a year, we're all 22 now, she meets a police officer we'll call Chad, who's 26 and married, and Adam's second, I think, cousin. I can't remember how they related, just that Adam and Chad are related somewhat distantly. She has an affair with him. Infidelity is super common among cops, apparently. 
She gets knocked up. His wife divorces him. Chad proposes because it's the right thing to do. She accepts and her parents kick her out again for being a insert expletive here. She moves in with Chad with her two kids. They started planning the wedding, which given the background is something akin to a dumpster fire. Adam is livid. He was desperately in love with this girl and hasn't really recovered from what she did to him. And while she rejected his proposals years ago, she accepted one from his cousin who proposed for the same reason he did. Adam basically made a call for loyalty in the family, dividing everyone who should go, who should give money, etc. Plus they're having trouble planning anything because of COVID. Her parents have outright said they are not going, along with half of her family, and her younger sister has been going around and sabotaging what plans they can make. She has asked me to be a bridesmaid. I said that I couldn't because I live in a different province now, but the truth is I do not want to be wrapped up in that clusterfuck in any way. I'm just watching the arguments and events unfold on social media because this is quite honestly the most entertaining thing I've seen all year. It's weird to me that she even asked because we're not friends. We never have been. We were friendly strangers in high school. I just helped her out for one class because she needed help and I could give it to her. I was just being nice. But based on how she turned out, I'm just sad for her. Three kids in four years and she's alienated so much of her friends and family because of her actions. And I'm torn between feeling sorry for her and putting my head in my hand. And we got a couple of edits which respond to some of the comments then an update in the end. So we're gonna read some of the comments in a second. Wow, and I had to go back and reread that after because sometimes when I read these things, I don't take in the full information and it's really hard to take in with so many people involved, but what an absolute mess. And just think these, she's obviously in an ass for cheating. Brad's an ass because he doesn't want nothing to do with his kid and she's just cheating all over the place. And I'm just like, what the hell? Surely this is like huge news in that town or it's like a really tiny town or something. That's the way I sort of pictured it. It's like one of these, and I'm sorry, my US folk. It's, it's one of the ones that I picture like it's one of those like real small little towns with only like 400 people in it or something like that. And all these people like live a stone's throw from each other or something similar. I know it's not the case, but it's just my imagination. You know what it's like. But as said, we're going to start off with a couple of comments, then move on to those edits, then the update. With Billy Mint, who says, I mean, good for her for finishing her course. But the rest, damn, sounds so small townish. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Shay Freak replies that saying, probably is a small town if the dispatchers actually meet the officers face to face. I live in a small town in Texas. There are two dispatchers on per shift. I've seen a cop friend cheat on his wife with a dispatcher. He knocked her up and dumped the wife. He treats the new woman's other kids like crap. He really isn't a friend anymore. I've lost respect for him, but not for the reasons stated here. This chick will be cheating with Adam's brother Dave next. The Light of Morning says, family reunions are gonna be awkward. Clinky Dink says, a supervisor I had at a job some years ago had a baby with a boyfriend. When the kid was about one or so, she broke up with her boyfriend and proceeded to have a baby with her boyfriend's brother. So her kids are both siblings and cousins. Kind Kaleidoscope 358 says, following your story, I guess she's together with Zachary by the age of 45 and has tons of kids. Some people celebrate their anniversary every year. Some marry a new guy every other year. Good decision to stay out of this. And let's have one more from Darth Botto who says, I wish I could say this sounds fake. That would be pleasant. 
but I've lived in several small communities where multiple shockingly similar stories have happened. In fact, I'm watching one of these slow motion crashes unfold now. And when the bride figure talks about it, she is completely incapable of recognizing that she is the lowest common denominator of the problem. Now let's move on to the first update to see what happens next. Can it get any wilder really? So edit one. First off, all of your comments are hilarious. Second, I'm going to answer some of the common questions. We're from a city with over 400,000 people. She just comes from the neighborhood that is made of either Bible thumpers or white trash with no in between. But the high school we went to was in a completely different neighborhood than that. Our school had a pretty good sex ed course and they gave out free condoms and had resources to help girls get birth control. And they had programs in place for if students ever got pregnant or were going to be teen parents. They also had one of those classes with dolls for girls who were high risk at teen pregnancy. But she wasn't high risk, so she wasn't in that class. I don't know if birth control just didn't work for her or if she never tried it. She started alienating her friends after the affair with Chad came out because people weren't exactly jumping for joy that she had broken up a marriage. Chad and his ex didn't have any kids, thankfully, so there were less obstacles. When people weren't immediately ecstatic for her, she started getting very snippy, rude, and was calling the bitches out on social media for not supporting her new relationship or pregnancy. To be honest, I'm really worried about her health because having this many babies so close together is just not good for her health, mental or physical. People are also worried that Chad will cheat on her. If he'll cheat with you, he'll cheat on you and think she should avoid marrying him so that she can just leave him if it happens. I'll give you updates as they come out, but so far, it's just a lot of yelling on social media, mostly from her some relatives slut-shaming her, and people who are just really worried about her because, as funny as this is, this doesn't seem like healthy behavior. Edit 2. First off, I realized I never gave this girl a name. For the sake of clarity, we'll call her Beth. I realized that I didn't mention this before, but all of these are fake names. Second, to everyone commenting that Chad is at fault for his marriage breaking up. Believe me, I'm well aware of that. It is his ex-wife and her family and friends who solely blame Beth. Chad is also older than her and has more life experience, so I do believe that he could potentially be taking advantage of her naivety. However, she is also an adult who is capable of making her own decisions and has chosen to make poor ones in the past. Third, people who are upset that I'm posting this story here, claiming I'm humiliating her. She has been posting about this mess on every social media platform she has since they got engaged in July. She put this out there long before I did, except she did it in front of friends, family, employers, and co-workers, as well as internet randos. Fourth, despite getting engaged in July and attempting to start planning then, I was only asked to be a bridesmaid three days ago. I knew that there was a mess going on, but I didn't really pay attention to it until she asked me to be a bridesmaid. I tried to ask what was going on. I said that she should talk to someone, but when she completely brushed me off, I checked her Facebook and Instagram and found out about all of this. Fifth, I realized that I didn't really talk about how disastrous the wedding planning has been going. They've had to rebook three times because venues and vendors kept canceling when infection numbers got worse, even though their wedding was months away. Beth has been flipping between having the wedding while she's pregnant saying she's proud of her bump and wanting to wait until they're born because she feels fat, which is unfortunate because she's been breaking down due to her insecurity on a public platform. Beth is currently seven months pregnant. 
Beth's great aunt was going to give her wedding dress to wear after she gives birth, but Beth's mum freaked out and stole the dress from said aunt before Beth could get it and is now keeping it. The great aunt said she's too old to get in the fight and has shrugged it off. Chad's immediate family is paying for the wedding and has been cut off by the rest of their extended family for choosing Chad. Beth's wedding colors are pink and green, which is usually a nice combo, but the specific shades don't go great together. They're her and Chad's favorite colors, which is fine, but she literally made a video talking about these colors for 14 minutes on her Insta, and both of her kids are just full on bawling in the background and she's ignoring them, and she's gotten some flack for that. Adam is finally settled into his trade and has now hired a lawyer and tried to get primary custody and not allow his daughter to go to the wedding. She's planning on a Zoom baby shower slash bachelorette party and has sent out a registry and she's asking for crazy expensive things. She's also set up a GoFundMe to help pay for a honeymoon and is making a lot of posts about how no one loves her because the fund only has $1,267 of the 20K she wanted. I'll update when I can, but I'm in school and while I do want to help her, she's refused help offered in the past. There's only so much of this I can take mentally right now. And as I said, we have the update as well. And I don't blame OP for wanting to take a moment right now because this it is absolutely crazy level drama. But in my mind, I know there's a lot of people hurt in one story here. It always comes back when there's children involved and I can't get that out of my head about what they're going through right now and what their futures may look like. I know it's just presuming what might happen, but it always hurts that, you know, that they may not have the best future because of what's going on right this moment. But let's jump into that update to see what happens next. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Update. Hey everyone, so some stuff has gone down and it doesn't look like it's over yet. Sorry I didn't update sooner, but Rona came back with a vengeance and totally messed up plans with uni and family. Anyway, on to the update. From the last update, 16th, lots of ranting and chaotic wedding planning on social media. She found a dress and has decided she will get married while pregnant. They found a local wedding venue that is very lovely, but I'm shocked she's still trying to book stuff with all of their previous venue cancellations. December 16th. Her little sister unblocked her to call her a slut and tell her that all her wedding plans were stupid. This resulted in a petty and entertaining Facebook war until little sister blocked her again on the 17th. December 18th. Beth went nuts on social media because Adam has kidnapped their daughter. 
What really happened is that because courts are moving at a snail's pace due to COVID and Adam had reason to believe that their daughter was not safe living with Beth, he decided to just not give her back. They don't have a custody agreement and when Beth tried to call the cops, they couldn't do anything because he was kinda right. There were dozens of videos on her various social media accounts of her ignoring their daughter, yelling at her daughter for crying or doing other things that toddlers do. It turns out that everything she needed was bought by Adam. Food, diapers, clothes, toys, daycare, while it was open, etc. On top of the unofficial child support he was paying every month, which turned out to be $500 a month. A number I find ridiculous because Adam was already paying for literally everything. Because she refused to buy anything for her daughter and insisted it was Adam's responsibility. Additionally, after the immediate post-birth appointments, Beth never took baby A to a doctor's appointment. She always deferred that to Adam. Baby A's pediatrician has never met Beth. Beth even tried to get Chad to push back or intimidate him or something. But the local police where we live are under one hell of a microscope after a bunch of dirty cops got busted a couple of years ago. Basically, the cops and the social worker they ended up calling ended up saying there was nothing she could do until they go to court. The social worker tried to get her to go to therapy and parenting classes, but Beth refused and went on a 15 paragraph long rant on Facebook about how she doesn't need parenting classes or therapy. She really, really does though, and called the social worker some choice words. December 19th to the 24th, just a bunch of ranting on social media, calling everyone who doesn't enable or justify her behavior cuss words, slurs, and a whole bunch of other horribly creative things. Also, both she and Chad are under investigation at work now, but she has no idea why. I'm gonna take this time to remind everyone that 99% of this info is coming from her public social media pages where her coworkers are friends and place of employment is listed. December 25th. I'm officially embarrassed to know this woman. I didn't go on her Facebook page until the evening because I didn't want to deal with drama first thing in the morning on Christmas. In the morning, she put on a very beautiful blue maternity dress, got Chad in his police blues and baby B in a purple romper, and then live streamed her and her family going to the courthouse to get married on Christmas day. According to her Twitter, part of this is because their newest venue canceled on them after COVID numbers spiked. Overall, a pretty tacky thing in my opinion because she stated plain as day several times that she intended her wedding anniversary to eclipse Christmas for her children because it's just so much more special, you know. I am so glad that Baby B's grandparents are filing for guardianship. But here's the thing, the courthouse isn't open. Because of COVID for one thing, but also because it's Christmas and Canada has a predominantly Christian history. She proceeded to have a full meltdown. And when baby B cried because, you know, the kid's mum was screaming up a storm and scaring her, Beth called her a C word. I can't say on YouTube. Yep, so done with this bitch. December 28th. I ran into her at a vaccine clinic because we're both getting our booster shots. She didn't recognize me at first, but one of my old bosses, because I used to work at the hospital the vaccine clinic was in, called my name and said hi. So she came up to me after my old boss had left. We talked a bit while we sat down for the mandatory waiting period after getting the shot. She asked how I was, but didn't even wait for me to respond before she started ranting and complaining about her life. I was just going to sit there until the time was up and then just politely make my exit. 
but when she started talking shit about her kids, something inside me snapped. I just said, do you even like your kids? Do you like being a mum? She got pretty quiet for a second and then said, no. I don't know, her voice and demeanor completely changed and we just sat in silence until our time was up. I said goodbye, but it was really awkward. December 31st, today. I just looked at her feed and this is such a shocking what the actual fuck moment. She's thinking about giving up her kids. She went on about how recently she was asked if she liked her kids or being a mum, and how she realized that she didn't. She hates her children and blames them for ruining her life and how she doesn't want to be a mum. I mean, nothing is official yet, but what the hell? Now, I may get some hate on my opinion on this one, but I, I almost feel relieved at the very end there. You know, the OP told them in the end, do you even like your kids? And, you know, they finally admitted to themselves that no, they don't. And I know that's not a positive in itself, but the potential to give the children a better future than staying with someone who dislikes them, who resents them, that's a positive in some ways, right? And in these relationship stories, we have a lot of positives from negatives in that way. And as I said in one of our previous videos, I always feel like really bad for saying that that is a positive coming out of a negative like that because these are real people that have suffered. These are real people that are suffering. These children are going for a hell of a time and they will continue to go for a hell of a time for a while, I imagine. Maybe even their whole lives from what's happened in one story here. But staying with someone who dislikes you and resents you, that's not going to be a positive experience for them. But I think OP did the right thing to call them out when they was in this vaccine clinic, you know, sat there and just said, look, do you even like your kids? And then made Beth come to the realization of, you know, she doesn't. Which again, I know is incredibly sad. And is there alternatives to, to this? Could Beth get therapy? Could Beth get something to help her? You know, the parenting classes which she's just refusing at the moment. Incredibly sad story there. But what do you think about that ending? As I said, I feel guilty for saying it's a positive for the children in some way, but it just left me questioning, what is the alternative? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you for joining me today, getting involved in the stories, clicking the like, subscribe, maybe the notification bell too. It really helps out the channel. And I got a bit of a question for you. And I was chatting with my teacher friend, which I've mentioned in past videos before. I was talking about some of these stories and, you know, the real people behind them and stuff like that. And they seem really interested in the stories. And so I introduced them to Reddit and they've been reading them and they've been like, what the hell? You know, absolutely amazed. And they tell me their opinions on stuff. And I thought, hmm, would you like to give your opinion on the channel? And, you know, and she could potentially give a different take to you guys. And I thought, would you like to hear that? Would you like to hear a different take? Obviously, I'm still going to be giving my opinions. <laughs> You're not getting rid of me that easy. But I would like to know your thoughts on that as well. If you could start your sentence off with Mark, so I can search it and find it. And then whatever response you want. Anyway, thank you so much for your love, time and support. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.